And the time is now. Welcome to the TPI podcast. My name's Ryan. I am the former toilet paper intern. And on the program for today, this is our first episode. So bear with me. I'm going to try and give you an idea of, well, who the hell am I? When did I get interested in politics? How did the toilet paper intern get us started? What's the political philosophy here? And going along with that, we're going to cover on this podcast, if it takes off, politics, especially in a world after Trump was elected because he changed everything. Uh, Sports, uh, from time to time. I mean, I'm a big college football fan. I'm a University of Tennessee alum. So we're going to talk about how... (laughs) Uh, the unluckiest team in the Southeastern Conference does when that time comes around. Um, I'm also a gamer. I do some, I play a lot of video games. Uh, basically, my genre of choice is looter shooters and the like. So we'll be talking about that. So how did I get interested in politics? Well, I joke around that my interest in politics started from the day I was born. Because um, I was born the day before Reagan took office. And according to my mother, I was actually late. So I think the first argument that me and her had together with each other was basically, um, was I going to be born in a world where Jimmy Carter was still president? She unfortunately won, but oh well. But no, seriously, um... You know, I grew up in an exciting time. I got to see the Berlin Wall fall. I got to see all sorts of stuff. Um, I was middle school when I met, like, a guy that, he's more of an acquaintance now. I consider him a friend, more of an acquaintance. And he's as liberal, lefty, left as you can get. And I'm decidedly not. So we were talking about politics back in the sixth grade. I mean, during the uh, Clinton, Bush, and Perot election. So that was a crazy time. And just as I've grown and everything, uh, my views were more conservatarian, rather. Um, basically, what I mean by that is, you know, there's a lot of the fiscal stuff from conservatism and that and national defense and all that that I am just 100% behind but there's sometimes that you know does the government have to have an opinion on everything does the government have to regulate everything from the top down or can it come from our towns and states and cities and all that Um, and you know that's where the libertarian part of it comes in you know my political philosophy roughly put together is live, love, and leave me my money the hell alone. That's the political philosophy right there. So that's how that came. That now, the toilet paper intern um, was on Twitter from 2018 to earlier this year when after Jack Newt, uh, Donald Trump's account, the... Uh, Basically, I went ahead and nuked mine about a couple weeks later. Uh, I was already on um, this great platform called Quadverum. Um, 
after I started them, but um, let's go back to 2018. 2018, you know, Trump's in office, but the left is harping, Russia, 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 Russia. You know, that, doesn't that get old? So, uh, I was following uh, Comrade Fudge, a.k.a. Kyle, on Twitter, and he mentions a fridge intern that brings the present Diet Coke. And it's like, okay, that sounds cool. And then I see a fridge intern pop up, and I start following him. And he's on Quadram with us as well. He's really cool. He, he, earned, he deserves a follow. Um, but, you know, one day he decides to say, well, you know who's leaking all the fake news is actually the toilet paper intern. That's who's doing it. And I was just like, you know, I had this one Twitter account, but everybody knows that's me. Yet have my name right in the username. Okay, it's like boom. So I decided to create the toilet paper intern account. And first it was this parody of, you know, things going on through the White House through the guy who was responsible for the TP for the POTUS's BM. And then it started into commentary. And then it turned into what some might call my anger translator. Because, you know, in, in real life, I'm a pretty chill guy. I'm pretty easygoing. I'm, I have my opinions, right's right, wrong's wrong, and that's that. But, you know, I don't come out and say it as hard as the intern would. I don't use some of the colorful language the intern would in real life unless I am around people that know me very well. And believe me, there is some colorful language every once in a while there. Um, so that's where the intern came got his start and you know like I said you know wrote out the the midterms and then you know the last couple years of uh, President Trump's first term and then you know we're in this weird no man's land where we have a dementia patient as the president and a woman who got to the top the old-fashioned way as the vice president and it is really just a crazy time we're in right now. So, going from that, you know, uh, philosophy, I'm right along with the, a lot of you, you know. Uh, a sovereign country has to have its own borders. A sovereign country has to be able to defend itself. A sovereign country, being able to defend itself and having its own borders, means that, well, if it's happening outside of our borders and it's not affecting us, why in the hell are we getting involved? But, you know, that comes back to, you know, we can't just withdraw totally from the world because America's history and the world's history has been intertwined like crazy. Some would say, you know, since our creation, I would say probably Spanish-American War, 1896. You know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, we got involved in world affairs, and by gosh, it's like trying to climb our way out of quicksand at this point. We could do it, but it's difficult. 
and sometimes it's more trouble than it's worth. So, what I hope to cover in this podcast, uh, this is just the first episode, it's going to be a short episode, um, is basically, you know, we're going to talk about politics. We're, I mean, you cannot talk about politics on either side of the aisle, or even between the aisles, in a world where you die, in a world that has experienced a Trump presidency. Trump changed everything. Okay? I mean, when Trump came onto the scene in 2015, I wasn't sure if it was like a publicity stunt. I wasn't sure what was going on. Uh, Until he actually... You know, it looked like he was going to be the nominee. I was actually supporting Ted Cruz because because he was the most conservative, most constitutional out of everyone. And then two things happened. One, Cruz mathematically was eliminated. And two, he picked Carly Fiorina as his running mate. Uh, that speech she gave, complete with the damn singing happy birthday to his kids, was so freaking cringeworthy. Good God, how could anybody take them seriously after that? So that's when I started going for Trump. And I haven't stopped, uh, even with them not in the White House. Right now, I'm, he's my man. Uh, sports, like I said, University of Tennessee alum. <laughs> Don't ask me how the football program's going, man. It's bad. It's real bad. Uh, and then gaming. Um, like I said, I mean, I play leader shooters. I'm, I mean, I play a lot of Destiny. I play Borderlands. I play Fallout. I play all sorts of stuff. And sometimes, you know, I'll try and filter one of my interests through the lens of another interest. And you get kind of a weird perspective when I do that. But it's really cool if you just, you know, play along with me. Um, So what are we talking about next? Next time we're going to talk about the impeachment. Duh. And how long can they hide... That, you know, Biden is really just drugged out of his mind, signing whatever they put in front of him, thinking he's probably signing a DNR at this point. I don't know what he thinks he's signing when he signs these EOs. They just put a stack of them in front of him and said, sir, sign away. And he's like, okay, I'll do anything if I get applesauce afterwards. Um... But, you know, how long can they keep this up? Sorry about that. I just learned the first rule of podcasting. Please put your phone on silent before you start. But, (laughs) oh, well, I'm going to keep that in there just for some authenticity here. Um, You know... How long can they hide that Biden has no clothes? 
How long can they hide? The emperor has no clothes. How long can his press secretary get by with? I'll circle back if the question is anything about his dog is isn't just something you know like a softball. I mean, good God, I miss Kaylee right now. Um, and for next time, you know, I'll tie a couple of interests together here. Um, where I'm going to talk about, there is a weapon in one of my games called The Last Word, and how it kind of relates to all this. Kind of this weird framing of, you know, of what I think is going to happen is next week, Trump is going to get his venue, and Trump's going to get his last word. But that's for next time. Until then, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Keep following me on Quadverum. Uh, username is Ryan Wumby. Of course, you know, I am the toilet paper intern on there. Thank you so much for joining me today on the TPI podcast. Let's see if this thing takes off. Let's see what happens here. And with that, I'm not going to do what Thomas would do. Okay, Thomas would say click and he'd be done. And it's like, no, I got to find my own thing. So with that, I wish you all a pleasant day, a good tomorrow, and all the liberal tears you can drink. Peace.